Welcome to Piano Rhapsody, an amateur's guide to classical piano. This is a podcast where you follow the journey of an amateur piano player striving to play advanced level pieces one day. The main target, George Gershwin's Rhapsody in Blue, which is where the podcast gets its name. We made some substantial progress in 2021, but we're not quite there yet. There's always next year. So until we reach this goal, Every episode, we break down one of the pieces along the road, ranging anywhere from the Baroque period all the way up to modern day. We'll explore the history surrounding the work, examine the music within, and hopefully we all walk away a little more informed and appreciative of classical music. And we build on this foundation as we tackle more difficult works in the future. This is episode 14.2, the second episode in a special holiday series and also the last new episode of the year. In this short series, we are ushering in the holiday season with the jazz-infused music from a Christmas television classic, A Charlie Brown Christmas. Last week, we focused on two of the original pieces from the special, but this week, we're going to hear a couple of the classic Christmas songs set in the style of the Vince Guaraldi trio. So this week, we're just going to relax a bit by the fireplace and listen to a couple songs that I'm sure you're going to find familiar. The first tune on the list is a bit of a doppelganger. Sometimes it's called Green Sleeves, sometimes it's called What Child Is This? But in this particular instance, the Garaldi Trio chose the latter title. Have you ever wondered how these two titles came to describe the same exact song? You know, I don't really know why I asked you, because even if you haven't wondered, I'm still about to tell you. The origin of Green Sleeves dates way back to London in the year 1580. It was a ballad registered by a man named Richard Jones, by the full title, A New Northern Ditty of Ye Lady Greensleeves. In that same year, multiple other songs featuring this mysterious greensleeved woman appeared, including my personal favorite. Greensleeves is worn away. Yellow sleeves come to dissay. Black sleeves I hold in despite. But white sleeves is my delight. It's kind of a mouthful for a title. Either that or it's some lost book by Dr. Seuss. I guess one sleeve, two sleeve, red sleeve, blue sleeve was already taken. The color green had a bit of a scandalous reputation during this time, as prostitutes were referred to as green gowns on occasion, referencing the grass stains they incurred on their dresses after an outdoor romp. And yes, we are talking about prostitutes on a holiday-themed episode. Merry Christmas, everybody. So it's possible that these green sleeves might very well be referencing a prostitute. Or could she be of more noble origin? Some people believe that green sleeves was composed by Henry VIII for his lover and future queen, Anne Boleyn, who famously rejected his advances and matched the song's opening lyric about casting me off discourteously. But the style of composition doesn't quite match up with this timeline. The Italian style of the song is a better fit for the later music of the Elizabethan era. That lyric about casting me off discourteously is also a strike against the prostitute theory, as unless the prostitute was a high-class courtesan, I doubt she could afford to be that choosy. A more likely explanation is that green represents a similar thematic meaning as it does in Chaucer's The Cantonbury Tales where it stands for the color of lightness and love. Some of the lyrics support this theory, like green sleeves is my delight. 
The song has been referenced countless times throughout world culture, even in Shakespeare's play, The Merry Wives of Windsor. The song also broke into Christian circles in 1865, when a man named William Chatterton Dix wrote the lyrics to What Child Is This? William was the manager of an insurance company who fell gravely ill, and while he was on his deathbed, as some are wont to do, he found God. It was during this time that he wrote a poem called The Manger Throne, which recounted the journey of the biblical magi. Six years later, the poem was put to the music of Greensleeves and became a popular English folk song. And while the roots of What Child Is This are firmly planted across the pond in England, the song remains more popular in the United States today. So there it is. Now you know the answer to that age-old question. What do prostitutes, Anne Boleyn, and baby Jesus have in common? Greensleeves. This is the Vince Guaraldi Trio's version of that traditional English folk song written in the year 1580. This is What Child Is This from Charlie Brown Christmas.
Our second selection for the day is one of my personal favorite Christmas songs. I always prefer the more melancholic Christmas songs, and this one fits the bill perfectly. It also has a pretty definitive Christmas title, as it's known as The Christmas Song, or with the subtitle, Chestnuts Roasting on an Open Fire. This classic was written in the year 1945 by Robert Wells and Mel Torme. In what seems like a deleted lyric from Alanis Morissette's hit song, Ironic, A Christmas song was actually written during a blistering hot summer in July. Songwriter Robert Wells was trying to stay cool by thinking cool, and jotted down the following four phrases on a notebook. Chestnuts roasting, Jack Frost nipping, Yuletide carols, and folks dressed up like Eskimos. He wasn't intentionally writing song lyrics. He just thought if he could immerse himself in winter, he'd cool off. But 40 minutes later, the most performed Christmas song was born. The Nat King Cole trio first recorded the song in June of 1946, which became a massive hit, so he recorded it again in 1953, and once again with full orchestra in 1961. And this version is the one that likely plays in your head when you think about this song. Chestnuts roasting on an open fire Jack Frost nipping at your nose Like I mentioned earlier, this song is one of the most widely covered Christmas songs of all time. Performers included on this list are Bing Crosby, Ariana Grande, The Carpenters, Celine Dion, Ella Fitzgerald, Frank Sinatra, The Jackson Five, John Legend, Justin Bieber, Luther Vandross, Mary J. Blige, NSYNC, Pentatonix, Shawn Mendes, Tony Braxton, and Christina Aguilera, who out of this entire list holds the record for the highest charting cover of the Christmas song. But we're not here to listen to any of those covers. We're here to listen to Vince Guaraldi's jazzed up version for the Charlie Brown Christmas special. So here it is.
well. Hopefully that helped you get right in the holiday spirit. It's always fun to do something a little lighter. That's a wrap on new episodes of Piano Rhapsody for 2021. But stay tuned, because I'm going to release some news on the podcast feed on what to expect for next year. You can find the standalone recordings of the pieces we discussed today directly in the podcast feed. Check out Piano Rhapsody on SoundCloud for all of the tracks from this podcast and more. You can find me on Twitter at Piano Rhapsody or email me at pianorhapsodypodcast at gmail.com. If you want to give me a Christmas present, please hit the subscribe button on your podcatcher and consider rating and reviewing. It's the easiest way to never miss a new episode and it helps the podcast gain more visibility. And last but not least, a huge thank you for being such loyal and supportive listeners during my first year of the podcast. Happy holidays to you all, and you'll hear from me soon.